0: Listener Production.
1: As much fun as using a fake name on your coffee order. Any chai tea? Oksana? That's me. Peppermint mocha with a double shot for a min league. That's me. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast.
2: <sighs> Furious. Uh, uh, what, what happened? Furious. Well, we're in this new building, yeah. right? Beautiful Melbourne building. It's got a bar-
1: basketball court in it. Yep.
2: Yeah. Matt and Alex, they thought these boys do not need to be podcasting from a bloody chicken coop. We need to get these boys in the penthouse ASAP. So they built it especially for us. We've got it ready here. But I know what bright spark is playing a trick on me. Every time I come to this building, I go to press either like the elevator button. I got to grab the door handle to open up the door to come in. I get electric shocked. Oh. It zaps me. There's this little tick. I'm like, Ow. You're not
1: earthing yourself, man. You got to earth yourself. We talked about earthing before. You got to connect with the ground, bro. That is why you have to walk to work in bare feet and turn up. But I don't want to
2: work in bare feet.
1: (laughs) No, we should be encouraging it. We honestly should. you got to connect to the
2: ground, man. Bron, do you get shocked when you touch those door handles and stuff? Never.
0: And I I haven't heard anyone else getting electric shocked either.
2: Why am I the only one getting electric shocked? No, this
1: is you and your bloody lefty green mates (laughs) all high on your own renewable supply, Uh, right... uh, You're trying to get rid of the hard workers digging up coal in the ground and you're out here charging up our radio stations (laughs) with your own bloody carpet zhuzhing.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe that can be the solving the climate crisis. Just hook Daiso up to the grid and this guy will power you through a couple of blackouts. No worries. I don't know what's going on. I need to investigate.
1: I'll tell you what, every playground in Australia is the most supercharged place as well. Sophia goes down the slide. You go, oh. well done, grab her.
2: the <laughs> arms almost fly off. You know what the worst bit is, though? I bet you if I try to take this further and I try and show someone me getting shocked on the way into something, it won't work. No. And I'll say, you, you usually them, happens.
1: You showing them how you get shocked. They will not be shocked. No one will be shocked in that situation, you know? (laughs) So look, hopefully we have a little bit of charge to this episode today, Mm. Alex Dyson. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you very much for joining us, wherever you are listening, around Australia and indeed
2: the world. Matt is going to be blowing your mind, not with electricity, but with a fact that is going to um, be very difficult to believe. And Alex Dyson, you teased us
1: a little bit uh, yesterday with regards to the fact that Falls Festival you, for you is notoriously uh, sad, so I'm uh, trying to tease the story out of you as to what has, uh, you know, what's happened to you in the past that's caused these tears to fall.
2: <laughs> well, so I've had some very good times in the past, I get with some wonderful people, but yeah, you're right, for that New Year's Eve section, it's always, always a bit tough for me, so I'll tell you what's happened to me over the years as part of this Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's jump into it, though. Have a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, have you bought the blue face paint? What for? Are we going to a Bali full moon party? <laughs> no. Uh-oh. And Not the blue zinc for the uh, outfield in the cricket. No, I'm... Uh, I'm...
1: Smurfs the musical.
2: <laughs> Am I playing, uh, what is it, Bumbledore for something? <laughs> Haven't you heard Eiffel sixty five touring Australia? You got to get <laughs> front row, baby. No, I'm talking blue face paint because James Cameron, legendary director of Terminator and Titanic, yep. has announced that Avatar four has uh, has begun. It's in the works, getting ready to go. What Avatar four
1: is in the works?
2: Yep. At the D23 Expo in a pre-recorded video, James Curran disclosed that the fourth film to the science fiction franchise, Avatar, has already begun production. You know the only bad thing about this? What? Well, Avatar 2 hasn't even come out.
1: <laughs> Whew, that is, I mean, in a world where viruses can escape, <laughs> that, that is brave.
2: It's certainly is uh to oh, go that far, yourself. that far I can't ahead. even
1: guarantee you listening that there's going to be an episode of this show tomorrow <laughs>
2: <laughs> That <laughs> is that is true we could be we could get the old bo peep clothes horse off stage <laughs> very quickly
1: uh, there is a there is a big candy cane just sitting on the edge of the, in the studio here I was wondering what that was for the old hook um avatar
2: 2 the second one the long awaited because the first one came out about 2010 from Twenty two thousand and nine. End of thousand and nine. Um Avatar two, Avatar The Way of Water, is set to be released in December 2022. So December this year. Um the second one's coming out. Then they got to get through the third, and then number four coming hot off the press. Is
1: Sam still in it? Were though? Yeah.
2: Don't know if we're I those mean two by in the it.
1: time Avatar Four comes out. They're going to be needing bloody Zimmer frames on set. They're not going to be...
2: If it's the same time between mate, one and two, between two and three, and then three and
1: four... It's it's going to be... Well, Avatar 1 was just Avatar. Avatar 2 is Avatar, the way of water. Bloody Avatar 4 is going to be Golden Girls
2: reboot. <laughs> Avatar 4, osteoporosis.
1: <laughs> no. Um. Hey, do you know I saw a fact recently that all of the cast members of Friends are now older than the youngest Golden Girl was when that show started. (laughs) So, like. Oh, boy. I mean, that's trip out sort of stuff.
2: Well, we hope, you know, obviously it goes ahead. You don't want to do a big announcement and then, you know, have to backtrack on it. Uh, Much like a um, kid called Donald at our school. I think I might have mentioned before, but one Friday, um, Everyone, I'm moving this weekend. Finally, moving. We're farewell. He got the T-shirt signed. People writing the signatures all over the school shirt. Back at school Monday.
1: <laughs> oh, no,
2: <laughs> what what happened? I just called it early. I was like, <laughs> oh, we didn't end up going. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'm terrified. I mean, I've thought, I've I've mentioned that I'm moving to Brisbane at the end of the year, and I'm. Mm. I, I mean, I, there's no backing out now. I I need to make it happen. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, yeah, like this, like Donald.
2: Yeah, I had a friend's going away, moving to London, going to uh, pursue the dreams in that COVID, moving back with the parents, actually. <laughs> Sorry, that's a big, a big pivot it's there. Not
1: even, it's worse than going a step up and then just sliding down the old snakes and ladders. Well, <laughs> Christy... <laughs> Oh, life's got some snakes and ladders, doesn't it? We well, asked you to get in touch with us at matt.n.alex. Chrissy uh, messaged and said, I posted that I got Luke Combs tickets. I, in fact, did not. <laughs> so uh, Luke Combs, the old uh, he's an American rocker. And Steph in Adelaide is joining us. G'day, Steph. Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. Thank you, Steph. Now, you announced a little bit. You, you announced something a little bit too early recently. Yeah, way
0: too early and... Um, It was kind of a big announcement too. Um, So I'm from Adelaide and I got offered a job in Melbourne um, for a startup uh, cosmetics brand and the position was like quite high up and I was really excited about it and literally got offered the job and they said, look, um, we're going to throw up a contract and everything um, but if it's okay, like can you sign it once you get here? Like it's all, it's a go-ahead. And I was like, amazing. So literally started planning, um, got a, a, like, applied for a rental in Melbourne and even even said to my mates, like, i got this job, I'm moving. It was all happening.
2: Farewell. Ta-ta. Sayonara, suckers. Had you, told your, suckers. Old job?
1: Had you tell, told your old job?
0: Yes. So I was, I was casual at the time. So I announced that I'll no longer be requiring shifts. And about two weeks before I was moving, the company went under.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Did you go crawling back to your old job? Did they have you?
0: Yeah, luckily, they were like, oh, good, because we actually needed you. Um, But it was just like the fact that I announced it and literally had a (laughs) a a going-away drink coming up, like, that Friday. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: Didn't break up with a partner or anything, Steph. Yeah, like I don't think I mean, could do long distance.
0: <laughs> Luckily, not that. But yeah, it was, might as well have been. Like, throw it in. Why not?
1: It's a good thing you didn't. Yeah, tell your old boss to go shove it. You know, <laughs> I don't need you losers. Go and photocopy your ass on the on the photocopier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I was ready. I had the pants down. I
2: was ready to go. Wow. Oh, well. <laughs> And with the pants down, it is a lot easier to see the tail firmly between the legs. So uh, good on you there, Steph. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Thanks. Matt, after our chats of the relocating of the Falls Festival from the new site at Birragurra to the Sydney My Music World in Melbourne.
1: And your very generous offer
2: of a (laughs) bedroom for one lucky punter,
1: which I will not be forgetting.
2: It's probably best, you know, enter that competition at your own risk because Falls Festival for me often ends in tears. So much so that in university, I did a creative writing assignment where I did a segment, which we're going to introduce to you now called (laughs) Tears. <laughs> That's right. Um,
1: I mean, did you name it ironically, or did you have like, did you have those feelings? You know, no, did Matt, you- you've
2: been to uni. How seriously did you take it? <laughs> Everything is important. <laughs> Everything is groundbreaking.
1: <laughs> and you are going to change the game, and I've got to change
2: think, yeah. the game with tears, falls now. A few of these stories may have crept in. You might have heard little elements of these stories um, over the years. You know, I've been mining my life for content since the age of seventeen. So, <laughs> apologies if uh, I do cover a little bit of ground that you've you've heard before.
1: The old Alex Dyson super pit <laughs> of my um,
2: emotional mining, open cut emotional mine. <laughs> Leaving the landscape <laughs> barren and unusable.
1: <laughs> so anyways.
2: <laughs> but I'll go in decreasing order. Okay, Matt. We're going from 2012 backwards. 10, 11, and we've got 9, 10. You know, mm. New Year's Eve mm. permeates that. Um, <sighs> and it does sort of centre around... On New Year's Festival, something as a youngster I'd never done was have a New Year's Eve kiss. <sighs> now That's, that's something to, a young, strapping lad like myself mm. and you, used i do not sure about you, used to somewhat obsess over. Because mm? it seems like when you're young, everyone's doing it. Everyone else is yeah, having the best time. Just wondering in the lead up, you know, who's going to, who are you going to smooch? For the very first time, Matt, I had a girlfriend, GF. At the Hello. festival with me. There's no secret looking around. I don't have to do any flirting. Mm. So things are looking good. Come to use mm-hmm. Kings of Leon up on stage. Okay, ready to go. Unfortunately, around that time, my partner at the time, knees a little bit wobbly. Little bit wobbly. As in like physically or emotionally? Physically. They'd gone off to some tent, her and the girls, I think some shots had been had. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: No, actually, like, has has drunk too much. I thought you meant, like, it was a gym accident. No, 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 no. Like, I
2: just drunk too okay. much. So I was sort of swaying a little no. bit. So I was sort of holding her up, okay. looking at the clock. Yep. Okay, it's about 20 minutes to midnight. It's like, okay, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. She couldn't hold on. It was a bit, you know, a bit too much. Like, we've got to get her out of here. So me and a friend, one under one arm, one on the other, started walking away. And as we're walking outside of the amphitheater, behind those sort of, like, walls that separate the music from from the campsite we hear in there, the guy from Kings of Leon alright everyone ten, nine, eight <laughs> and we've got my girlfriend at the time crying <laughs> really upset and at the stroke of midnight I give my other friend Georgia a New Year's Eve eyebrow raise <laughs>
1: <laughs> so not quite the romance you're hoping,
2: huh? No. And then just looking after my drug girlfriend that night, a lot of tears <clears throat> were oh. had. So that's year number one. <laughs> year number two. Me and that <laughs> particular partner had gone out most of the year, but probably a month before falls. We're friends, Ferdinand, playing this year. We had broken up. Oh. Very sad. But it's all right. Still friends. But it was the sort of first time I was seeing her for a while. And I was doing summer lunch, oh, so I so couldn't you- go to the first two days of the festival. I was recording from Melbourne, but on New Year's Eve, we finished record 2pm, gunned it down to Lawn to try and catch the countdown. So, I didn't have any lunch. Get there. Oh no. Once the old Powerade bottle, the Raspberry Powerade <laughs> with a homebrew mixologist <laughs> and. uh <laughs> Had his way. I was a little bit... You were the girlfriend from last year. <laughs> I was the girlfriend without a girlfriend. Roll reversal, So I was thinking, maybe I could find someone I could have a smooch with. No, no, no. <laughs> Come midnight, nothing happens. So I just go back to the tent and I realise I'd lost my phone. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do you know why that was the worst, Matt? Why? Because I wanted to text my ex-girlfriend. No. <laughs> and... <laughs> I couldn't because I'd lost my phone. <laughs> so, what do you do in that situation? What you do is you get out of the tent, you start walking around the festival <laughs> site, calling out her name. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know where she's camped. I walked the entire <laughs> Falls Festival, tears no! in my eyes, tears falls, calling out Jennifer. Jennifer, wasn't a name, but, <laughs> um, so that was a year number two for Alex oh, Dyson New Year's no, Eve. Oh no, I feel so sad for you. Ending in tears <gasps> once again.
1: So did tell me, I mean, you know, the rule of comedy is everything comes in threes and usually that third thing is something hilarious, uplifting, yep.
2: funny. Yeah, well, you we, we want to finish on a high, finish on a laugh. Oh, absolutely. So what happened the third time? Next one, Hilltop Hoods, closing New Year's Eve. I was there with a brand new girlfriend. Amazing stuff, but mm. I was moving to Sydney in the next year, yep. and so we had our New Year's kiss. Finally, finally, Matt. Beautiful. As the Hilltop Hoods brought in New Year's, oh. we have the New Year's kiss. And afterwards I say, I don't think I can do long distance. I think we should break up.
1: <laughs> oh, what? Are you kidding me? That night? I
2: said it the next morning.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> and we no. were crying in the car. <laughs> Tears.
1: False.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love wine and everything about it. What are you into,
1: wine? I love wine. Well, Alex Eisen, hold on to your hats because it's time for a mind blown. Oh! That's right. This is the segment where I attempt to blow your mind with a fact that I've learned throughout the week. And Alex Dyson, what has been more talked about
2: than the dying of Queen Elizabeth? Yes, you're right. The dying of Queen Elizabeth has... Sounds like you tie-dyed her or something.
1: <laughs> no, well, you know, the passing away, the Queen's funeral, et cetera, mm. et cetera. Now, the first thing that sort of popped up, I mean, Twitter went wild um, with various you know, red hot takes about this all, but mm. a lot of people sort of suggesting, I saw one from Ben Jenkins making a sort of joke tweet that didn't sound as much like a joke as it was essentially suggesting that all of the currency in Australia is null and void now. Um, because you know, you need to get it with the new, the
2: new Royal on it. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, there's a lot of things like the changeover of power. Do we become a Republic? All that sort of chat. What I've seen less of is how on earth, are Australia's, you know, professional dropped dat coin players going to adjust to the new audible sound of Prince Charles the, th- sorry King Charles the dropping on that desk? Well, I mean, for
1: one, he's got bigger ears, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, that will ad- the nose. wind resistance
2: alone. Oh, will, well, I mean, will the, make the for ab- a
1: different timbre. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weight of the coin is surely yep. going to be a little bit yep. heavier. So no, it's terrible. And, and also, and this is the thing that got my attention, Alex Dyson. This is that, this is a tradition that dates back to the 17th century. You might've heard this, but King Charles III will be facing in the opposite direction to Queen Elizabeth. Why? It's a tradition. I don't know why
2: as in so, like king's face one way and queen's face another way
1: Exactly but they're not going sort of to like the whoever, kangaroo and the
2: emu on our not, coat of arms
1: It's not gender it is it is
2: just a uh, it's just a thing <sighs> alternating royals monarchs Oh so it's not the gender thing it's if the queen's looking one way the next king's looking the other way and, then yeah, the, and next then the next one's looking the other looking way
1: Yeah and the next king will be looking other way so all of our coins Yeah Queen Elizabeth is facing to the right and King Charles III will be facing to the left. Now, here's the other thing. Depending on what coin you have, you will see one of six images of the Queen. There were six different portraits, because obviously the, co- the Queen a coin yeah. from 1952 when she was coronated, is that right? Yep. You know, looking a fair bit younger than yeah. the 2018
2: coin. Yeah, and you don't want your Queen like, I, I think, you know, during the Snapchat era of about 2011 to 2013, there was talk of updating the Queen to have the dog ears and nose filter on the coins, <laughs> um, just to look a little bit. <laughs> just, <laughs> trendy,
1: younger, just trendy, younger, cooler. Exactly. No, no, absolutely not. So there you go. Those are my facts. The tradition about the facing okay. King, Queen, and that there's six different portraits of the Queen over the years. And also <sighs> King Charles will start being on our coins as of
2: 2020. Well, I don't know if it's it's mind-blowing, but it's it's not a groan. It's interesting. It's like a, uh, can we have a mind? Uh. Like a, uh, (laughs) mind's blue. (laughs) Um,
1: No, we can't, so choose. Uh, Mild mild. groan. Oh, you (laughs) dog. You absolute mutt.
2: Well, every week, Matt, you give us a mind blown, we have to turn the other way and give you a mild (laughs) groan. Um, But with you, we always love getting yours in as well at matt.ann.ally. Send us a voice memo with something blowing your mind, as Jessica has done with a fact regarding horses.
0: Just a little something that blew my mind and I hope will blow yours. Did you know that the bend in horses' legs, what we would assume is the knee, is actually their heel? The upper portion is the leg... And below the bend is just a very long toe. The hoof is actually the toenail. So horses have stubby little legs and terrifyingly long toes.
2: <laughs> wait, yeah, no. Well, so wait, the hoof is the toenail. Obviously made out of like the um, what's the um? Oh, keratin, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say ketamine, but that's a different horse thing. <laughs> um, no, it's. <laughs> but yeah, that's the toenail. So they're running on their toenails. Their toe long toe goes all the way up to their heel which is looks like a knee and then that goes up to what's close to their hip which is another knee because I, mean, I think like emus and stuff have similar things like birds have long long things like that
1: mm, either way it's kind of, i just this huge toenail chat is <laughs> just as a, someone who you know used to bite their toenails this is gross <laughs> could you bite a horse's hoof <laughs> <laughs> just a little nubble all right <laughs> Well, thank you very much for messaging in your uh, mind blown. Please keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex if you have a mind-blowing
2: fact at any time during the week and you want to share it with us. That's absolutely right. And in the meantime, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We'll gallop on into another episode tomorrow on our Nubby Little Nails.
1: Yeah, can't talk anymore more. the savo, The voice is a bit hoarse. Oh, all right.
2: <laughs> oh, Bye. watch. Just keep an eye on the comedy podcast charts after that absolute heat seeker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dear. Gonna take us to the top, baby. <laughs> Tell your friends. Time market. What a- I feel like we're
1: more likely to cop the screen for this one. <laughs> the old wheel the screen out. Don't let anyone at the... The track, see what's actually gonna happen
2: <laughs> to us. Either way, thank you very much, viewers. We'll be back again tomorrow. Bye bye.
1: That's it. The all day breakfast
0: kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alice.